Hello, my friends. Welcome to Detox Podcast, episode 35. This one is called Cassandra, and it is called that because it's named after a wonderful woman named Cassandra that I met in hip sobriety. Uh, She was in my, like, home group, uh, the uh, hip sobriety spring 2017 class. She was one of the only other people from Alberta so we bonded over that and I remember one time we were messaging each other and she's having a tough time and this imagery is what came to me and so I wrote a poem about it. It's called Cassandra. Dear Flamekeeper, I know you're there, silent in the shadows of my soul. I choke as you shift your rusted joints and a decade of dust slides from your shoulders into my lungs. I can feel your glossy eyes like a hollow pit. They bore unblinking at the embers that were once a fire. You've never stopped, never abandoned your post, never once let that flame die. So I ask you now, stand, grow tall, stretch and crack your stiffened bones, fill your chest with ancient air, Feed this fire, feed me, for tonight we burn this wretched city to ash and worship the hidden ground on which we built it. I love this one. I love it so much. Uh, It really, really plays into my imagination, and um, I'm sure you figured it out by now, but I have quite the imagination, and I I process everything sort of like a story, like a narrative that plays out in my head. I I just very quickly um, create these storylines for people and scenarios uh, throughout life. Just like, you know, at the coffee shop or something, you just see two people talking and, and they're sitting together just drinking coffee. And just based off of what they're saying, my mind just starts to go wild and the gears are turning. And I start to come up with this whole life for them and why they're there. And that happens to me like constantly, all the time. I'm always wondering what people are doing, what their stories are. Uh, So this goes deeper than that. Um, When I was really struggling and it was really day to day and I felt like I really couldn't do it. Okay, I've made it through this day. What about tomorrow? It's just a whole new day of pain just anxiety all day, roller coaster emotions all day, having to talk to people and questions, people, people. And I would lay in bed at night before I went to sleep and I would do this visualization where I would be in this abandoned, old metal concrete building, very industrial looking. And I would go to this secluded section of it and there would be this hatch on the floor. And I would open the hatch and I would climb down these metal rungs into a sub-basement. Anybody else getting lost vibes right now? Yeah. <laughs> so I'd crawl down, climb down these rungs, and I would, I would enter in this 
to this room. It's like basement sort of dungeon-like concrete and metal barren room. And there would be, when I got down there, a light would turn on and it would be like a swinging light from the ceiling, illuminating just small parts of the room as it uh, swung from side to side. And you could be able to see this like bare bones cot against the far wall and sitting on the cot, legs spread with elbows resting on them, head forward with the most intense look in this person's eyes. And the person was me. It was this rough, strong, muscular, intense version of me who had been hanging out down here in the dark. And this is when the montage would roll out and it would just be this beefy version of me doing a million push-ups, a million sit-ups, chin-ups, just this whole crazy fitness for seemingly no point regime almost like a prisoner regime but it wasn't a prison she signed up for it and you know you knew it she signed up to be down there waiting just waiting to be activated and that's what I was doing I was down there and I say to her it's time it's your turn and she would crawl back up the rungs back up into reality, into the sunlight, and it would be her turn to move this body and to think its thoughts and to say its words. And that visualization just gave me this, this small little bit of strength, this warrior-ness, to perhaps make it through another day. And that's what I talk about in this poem, The Flame Keeper. It's another, uh, kind of another shout out to The 100. Do you watch that show? I I don't know, I love it. I love the like grungy, post-apocalyptic, fight for our lives thing. And like, if you've read my novel, Cedar Valley, you would, you would get that I like dystopian shit. So, There's a character called the Flame Keeper, and they're in charge of guarding this thing that essentially makes uh, the commander the commander. So you have this whole tribe of people who are on the ground, and they, um, they're warriors, all of them, and they have a commander, and the commander... Uh, gets to be the commander because they have this thing called the flame. And the flame keeper is in charge of protecting the flame. The flame is filled with information and knowledge and wisdom from the past commanders. And it's essentially the life force of what makes a leader a leader. It gives them their power to guide and lead and be strong. 
And in a, in a way, we all have that. This part of ourselves that while we were drinking, lay dormant within us. And I can actually imagine like the sentinel robed, sitting cross-legged, just kind of staring, glossy-eyed at these embers that are in the pit of my belly. And it's just sitting there. And it's just waiting. And it's trying not to breathe too much. Trying to make sure the fire doesn't die. And I've just been pouring so much alcohol on my fire that it's just burnt out. Almost. It's almost dead. It's almost gone. But that version of myself, that higher self that strong warrior piece of me is in there watching and waiting to be called upon. And so that's what this poem is. It is a call to action. It is the moment when you recognize that you have it in you. You have it in you to do this thing. You can do it. There's a part of you that has known how to do it all along. You weren't always addicted. You knew how to live without this. There is a part of you in there that still does. Just call on it. Will it to stand up inside of you and Yes, it is covered in dust and that dust will cloud up and choke you and it'll be so uncomfortable at first to take on that new way of being. But that dust will clear and you will be able to breathe deeper than you ever have and you will be stronger than you've ever been. And that fire, we are going to stop fearing our breath. We are going to fill our lungs with ancient air and we are going to breathe into that fire and make it big and bright and beautiful and it is going to bring us back to life. We are going to take that fire and direct it towards the things that no longer serve us. What is something that doesn't serve you? It is a relationship, a place, a person, a job, something that is limiting you, something that drains you. You have those friendships. We all have them. Those specific people in our lives where when we spend too much time with them, we feel completely drained, completely zapped of all life force, and we have to spend more time after the fact, trying to recharge and replenish our energy than we even did spending time with them. They're the people who, who, who take too much and we give too much to. They are the jobs that are not the right fit. They are the things that lack purpose that lack passion, that lack drive, the things that, that's, 
have ceased to ignite that fire within us. Just the things that we do because we think we have to, the conditioning that we have bestowed upon ourselves throughout this uh, journey we call life, that think the way things are, are just is just the way things are and there's nothing to be done about it. We just have to accept it. That is not true. It's time. It's time to stretch and crack those stiffened bones and step into your power, the power that you have always had. You can do this. We are going to burn down this structure, this paradigm, this wretched city that we have created that is nothing but suffering and pain. And we are going to start new. We are going to build up from the field of ash that is left behind. The fire will crack open those pine cones and we are going to have such a beautiful pine forest spring forth in its wake. When we say no to the things that hurt us, we are saying yes to the things that heal us. You have this within you this flame keeper, call upon it. It never abandoned you. It never let that flame die. Dear flame keeper, I know you're there, silent in the shadows of my soul. I choke as you shift your rusted joints and a decade of dust slides from your shoulders and into my lungs. I can feel your glossy eyes like a hollow pit. They bore unblinking at the embers that were once a fire. You've never stopped, never abandoned your post, never once let that flame die. So I ask you now, stand, grow tall, stretch and crack your stiffened bones, fill your chest with ancient air, feed this fire, feed me. For tonight we burn this wretched city to ash and worship the hidden ground on which we built it. That was Cassandra. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Pick Your Poison Volume 2 is going to be out so soon, April 20th. That's going to be the day of the launch party as well. I just submitted my manuscript today. There's uh, a few little tweaks left to be done, and then I get to send off for my very first proof copy of it just to check it over, and then we're off to the races, folks. (laughs) Uh, If you're looking for some more community, I've got a Facebook group going called the Detox Forum. And if you'd like to be a part of that, it's just a place for us to discuss podcast episodes, uh, sobriety, recovery, support, what have you. Uh, If you're interested in that, uh, you can uh, look it up on Facebook, Detox Forum, uh, or you can send me a message on social media and I can add you to it. Um, I've also added another feature onto the Anchor platform that I uh, post my podcasts on, and it gets distributed from there. Uh, you can support me by, I th- I'm not 100% sure how it works, um, 
but there should be a link called listener support and you can just support me if you feel so inclined uh, monetarily that way. Uh, but yeah, I really hope you guys have a wonderful week. I hope that your lives are thawing along with the snow. Oh, I can see the sidewalk. I'm so excited. <laughs> have a beautiful week. See you next time.